Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for downloading this episode of Three Digits in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I am host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're going to be talking about Season 4, Episode 6, Yellow Fever. But first, how are we doing? Pretty good. I like that it has a, has a lot that it has a lot happened. Really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it has a lot happened. Has a lot happened. Uh, I, I mean, this whole place is in, in time, but we're not always great about not doing that. Pre-K graduation happened. Pre-K graduation! That's so cute! Ten of my students graduated. They... Anyone get flunked or stay behind. No one get held back. Yeah. No one gets held back in pre-K. There there's, are there are there's a nineteen year old still in that <laughs> class. No. My class is kind of a mix of younger and older kids. So the handful of younger kids who are not eligible age wise to go to kindergarten will stay for another year. The ten kids who are going to kindergarten get to wear caps and gowns. In different colors. And, 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 and primary tassel? colors. They're moving the tassels constantly. Um, <laughs> they're flipping it around with their head like... Yes, and they're doing little... Hel- they're doing helicopters <laughs> and throwing their hats off. And yes, the tassel moving thing is not that important. Uh, it's mostly so that the parents can be like, oh, that's so cute. They're wearing little caps and gowns. Mini graduation. In primary colors. As with most gatherings of parents with the kids, we make them sing. Uh, yeah you remember like, being I remember a kid, being a kid at, like, and be like all right now here's a song sing it well, like parents like, are like oh look at my little kid right like at like the halloween festival it's so like and now the kindergarten class will will sing a song yeah, <laughs> yeah. we have the kids sing a few songs and then they get their diplomas they also get uh superlative awards <laughs> like best hugger Greatest smile. Yeah, we did. Most athletic. Reader reward. Things like that. Kids are standing out out in the hall, lined up in the caps and gowns. And the yard director is like talking to the parents and whatever. And then it's like, okay, they're the adults are done making speeches. Time to walk in. And we do walk into pomp and circumstance. I mean, we we practice for like a week walking in a line. (laughs) (laughs) These kids are four and five. That's the first communion. And <laughs> like, and walk, walk in the line and down the wall, turn, walk across the line of chairs and sit in your seat. This is That's advanced. This ask. is advanced even for adults. Yeah. yeah. Because what you, you end up with an accordion thing. I was going to say, everyone like they, bunches up and then I have to separate them back to their chairs or they all get in a cluster and mixed up and then we have to sort them to their chairs. By their heads, like just like that. Just like pick them up by a claw machine. Literally, I'm just thinking like it's a mini game. It's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Like going up the Yes, 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 yes. on the balance boat. Exactly like picking up Mies. And then you children by their hair. And, and and then they wiggle and they wiggle and then you put them in the chairs. Yeah. So we practice this all week. It's the day. They're all lined up. There is a kid in the class who I know is shy, who like at these sorts of fam- like family gatherings, we have all the songs, very excited to sing the songs, gets to the day, does not sing. Oh no. And, and, and just is like, like does not look at the adults. This is like just very stage fright kind of kid. So we're walking in. This kid's in, in like the middle of the line. Front half of the line gets through the door. There is a they traffic. Just, they just nope. <laughs> Stopped and turned around. <laughs> Pushing all the kids through the door. Okay, great. 
the line is moving again. <laughs> this kid, I can see this kid halfway down the line ahead of me. Because I, I, I follow the kids. Mm-hmm. My other teacher leads them in. I see this kid back to the audience. <laughs> facing the wall. Crab walking down the wall. Fingers trailing on the wall. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a personality. Like, like I hope someone was taking a video. <laughs> Uh, and mo- most of the adults are like, aww, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Kid, shy no. kid, aww. It's like the hula babies where you're um, like, oh, yes. there's gotta be one of every kind of personality One of them kicks their shoe off. Yeah. One of them's staring at the curtain. One, one of them's just, just waving. waving. <laughs> one of them's dancing. just, like, picking okay. their nose and not paying attention <laughs> at all. It looks they're like they're about to cry. <laughs> yeah. They're, it is dancing, but it is also crying. Yeah. <laughs> One of them's like, just like looking at like Miss Susan, like, what? What are you saying? And she's like, scoop, scoop the candy. candy. Do the scoop. <laughs> Everyone who's been through that dance school knows what we're talking about. No way outside the dance. Scoop the candy with the with your arms. Oh yeah, is that is that for the hula dance? Yeah, when you're like, the, like I'm a little, oh, hula, yeah, 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 yeah. little hula hula baby. I was thinking that, like... <laughs> the crab g- walking down the... Yeah. Yeah, so we're walking out. The audience is to our left. Mm-hmm. And then we cross in front of the audience to sit yeah, down. Right. Back to the audience facing the wall. Crab walking down the wall. <laughs> Jeez. I love it. And I was just like, like... Yep. That, that'd be that kid. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and that... Yep. <laughs> get, get to the seat. Everything everything went fine. The the Like, I know that it was nerves for, for this for this kid. It, it was just like a... It's because it's not just parents. It's grand... It's, you know, all of the, the parents and the grandparents <laughs> and siblings. All the and, VIPs in your life as a child. <laughs> and everyone's got cameras and there are flashes going off and, yeah. and murmurs. They're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Too much. Too much. This kid does get goofy mm-hmm. when nervous. Aww. So like the more the more anxious, the more goofy. And just I love just that. The I mean, I'm cannot, so sorry, but cannot contain the anxious energy. So crab walk. <laughs> that's better than getting so anxious that you like start, shut start, down. Start crying and, cry and just yeah. or throw or throw, up. Or right. The, like, but it's the, the solution to all this anxious energy was face the wall. And walk sideways. <laughs> Doing little finger guns and like, hey, hey, hey. And just, yeah, it was, and like, like hands, like a mime, hands on the wall, fingers trailing on it, kind of like, like tickling the wall. Oh my god. <laughs> and, and, cra- and like sideways walking. So, speaking of being so anxious, you get goofy. <laughs> Let's jump into today's episode, season four, episode six Yellow Fever. Our writer today, we have two writers, Andrew Dab and Daniel Laughlin. This is their first. I knew you were gonna do a dab. Bridges <laughs> oh. oh. got their arms like slow motion. Bam! This is this is their first time writing with us. They are a writing duo who write for most of the rest of the show, and Andrew Dab stays with us for to the end of the show. A controversial figure oh. in uh, supernatural fandom. Some people really like what he's done with the show. Some people really, really don't. Do we like him? Do we? Not? I will let you guys decide that. He is the showrunner who ends the show. 
Uh, well, I mean, not that I know anything about the end of the show, uh, but, you know, I've heard... I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't like him. Did we'll, he make that decision? Was that on his watch? He was the showrunner. He ran the show. So all decisions had to go through him. It wasn't he somebody going rogue. Got, he should have walked instead of ran. Wait. He should have watched walked. the show. Walked. <laughs> the show instead of oh boy instead of brand that's kind of what they were doing yeah well at that point they were kind of just like and and let's let's get you back to the nursing home grandma (laughs) (laughs) want some tacos (laughs) so this is our our first time with this controversial figure director Phil Segrecia we've seen Phil Segrecia's work before throughout the run of the show so far notable for working on Ghost Facers and are you there, God? It's me, Dean Winchester. Um, Hollywood Babylon. Mm. Everybody loves a clown. <laughs> uh, Night Shifter. Okay. Did he do Bad Day of Blackrock? He did not direct no. Bad Day of Blackrock. I think that really was Robert felt, Singer. This really felt like that episode. Like, this had... This gave me the same kind of vibes, a, you know? A little, but... Not necessarily as goofy. I think it's a lot in what Jensen's doing. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. Which mirrors a lot of, of what Jared did in, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. in that episode. Yeah. I agree that there's a, that what Jensen's doing is, is mirroring a lot. So this episode aired October 23rd. 2008. So we have a normal episode open, as opposed to last time, which had, like, the whole special thing. Yeah. <laughs> then. Then. They want us to remember some things. Lilith. Remember who Lilith is? Olive Do we remember? Ant Farm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Olive from Ant Farm? Remember that? Remember how Dean got chased by hellhounds and dragged to hell? Mm-hmm. Remembering that? And Sam's demon powers. Remember that Sam has demon blood. And he's like, I'm a freak! And then it shows him murdering Gordon. We Yeah, we get the Gordon mm. execution scene again. They love to Mm. We're also remembering Castiel, Angel of the Lord, who dragged Dean out of hell, and he can put him back. Like, I brought you out of this world. I can bring you back. That's exactly how that goes. <laughs> yep. So now we're in a alley or on the street at night. Dean is panting and running. He's in a suit. He is panicked. It is my professional opinion that now is the time to panic! And we're hearing, like, the hellhound barking and snarling, and we've got a POV shot behind him. He rounds a corner and trips over a shopping cart by a dumpster where there's a man, like, going through the trash there. (laughs) Dean panicked and shouts, run! He'll kill you! Camera pans down to the dog that's chasing him. It's a little Yorkie. Who who owns that dog? Why is it running around? I don't know. It's got got a little bow. Very cute. The top of his head. Apparently, someone let their yorkie out into the into the yard, and it got out of the yard. Is down near a weird like factory, and is now chasing Dean. Now chasing Dean down the street. Dean takes off again, screaming, and the dog gives chase. That scream did not sound like him. It was like ah ah ah. (laughs) (laughs) And then we go to theme. Wings flapping. <laughs> I think one of the problems is, is we've been interrupted by some like special episodes. It's exactly, because yeah, we had a break that, that, that like messed up special episodes and the time travel and everything, and then like the this the last one, and then we took some time off, and then this whole yeah yeah. So now it is D time. D time. We are in Rockridge, Colorado. 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 <laughs> you said that like me. Colorado. I know. Colorado. Colorado. I, I don't say it like that. <laughs> no, I said that in my life. <laughs> What's Colorado. that word? Colorado. <laughs> I've only read that word. I've never said it out loud. <laughs> it's moving in my mouth like I got stuck. Colorado. 
<laughs> the Impala drives by. It's 43 hours earlier. And the, it drives by like a mill of some kind. Which we only know from later in the episode. I didn't know yeah. where they were at the very beginning. I was, I, I was like, I s- could see like the conical pile of something underneath a conveyor belt. Right. So I was like, okay, so some kind I've of seen, or- mi- it was like mill. Yeah, yeah. Is what that said to me. I've seen that at like a salt, like salt mines right. for like road salt. Or like a um, quarry or quarry. Or, like, or potentially, like, wood chip lumber mill type place. So mm-hmm. I was like, ah, uh, mill factory site of some kind. Yeah. We're in the morgue. In the morgue. We learned this victim is Frank O'Brien. He died of a heart attack three days earlier at the age of 44. He was a marathon runner. This doctor's character is a little a little crazy. We, we, what we've got here is a coroner making some character choices. <laughs> yes. Sam is like, but he was a marathon runner. Coroner's like, everybody dies. That's why I got job security. Jeez. <laughs> but and, but like, like he drops this line and they just bulldoze right past right him. Right and, and they don't even address that his life. He's got he's got all these little zingers yeah. that they don't even pay attention to. That just reminds me of our coroner who would eat three scoops of ice cream every day. But you'd yeah, be driving past the restaurant and see the, like, county, oh, there's the, ca- the county corridor van. Oh my god. Every, pretty much every day. Pretty much every day. He'd wow. For lunch and they'd be like, want some more ice cream? He'd be like, mm-hmm. And then he'd just give them a bowl. It wasn't just three scoops. He'd have three scoops and then they'd refill it. refill it and get more. Vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate. Three even scoops. That was all he'd eat there. Like, he wouldn't have lunch or anything. He was just, just ice cream. Just came in for ice cream. He just came in for ice cream. County coroner. Yeah, mom and I were gonna, we're like, looking at each other, we're like, that's gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> but, so Dina's like, Frank died here, and yesterday two healthy dudes died in Maumee. Heart attacks. Is that strange? And the coroner's like, sounds like Maumee's problem to me. <laughs> The FBI, though. And Dean's like, we just want to see the autopsy results. Autopsy? Like, what? Autopsy. autopsy. Like, the one you're going to do. Cut to corner making Y incision. <laughs> yeah. In body. So he's like, first dead body. And then, and then we, they're actually wearing, like, sanitary, like, smocks and gloves. Oh, and yeah. Not poking a pencil. Of, instead of poking a pencil in, in an exploded body. <laughs> it's always Sam. He's always got a pencil. He's like, let me just poke let around. Let me get in there. Yeah. Dean says, like, nope, far from it. Like, this is not our first rodeo. And uh, Corner's like, oh, good, because these suckers can get pretty ripe. Wow! (laughs) He goes, hand me those rib cutters, will (laughs) you? Like, just uh, involving them in the autopsy. Dean knows what to hand him, and hands him right to him. I mean, I'm making an educated guess. Right, what looks like could cut ribs this thing, sure. maybe. And the, the coroner cuts through the ribs, and the sound of mm. this, it, it was crunch, just... Crunch, crunch, crunch. Dean notices a tan line on Frank's finger, like a ring. And Dean's like, is that from a wedding ring? I didn't think he was married. And, yeah. The coroner's like, not my department. <laughs> just getting zingers every time. And Sam's like, any idea how he got these? Turns over the wrist, and there's like uh, what we know now is road rash, but like, these like, this like rash, like, it's abrasions deep, on. Deep uh, deep, like, linear abrasions. Like, on the forearm. Gou- gouges on the forearm. Also bruised and kind of yeah. Yeah. Uh, abraded knuckles as well. Yeah. He asks about the wrist uh, abrasions, uh, Sam does, and then the coroner's like, well, when you drop dead, you tend to drop. It's like, so probably like road rash from falling and hitting the ground. Coroner stops, and he's like, I can't find any blockages in the major arteries. And then he rips the heart out. I'm like, is that protocol? <laughs> is that part of what they do? I don't know, because then he just hands it to he's Dean. Like, 
Hey, hold this for me. Hold this for me. He's like, heart looks healthy. Why don't you hold this for me? And he starts digging into the body. As Dean is holding the heart, he's like, oh god, that's gross. Sam's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then the porter's like digging into the body and squirts something up at Sam's face. And it's, it's water gun. like just like blood or something. And then he goes, oh, sorry, spleen juice. Like, like, you did that on purpose. You did that on purpose. And then Dean's kind of like, oh, <laughs> I just have to hold a heart. So our next scene, uh, we're in the police station outside the sheriff's office. And the boys are sitting, waiting, and they're in their suits. The guy at the counter, who we know is a, later is a deputy, uh, Linus. Deputy Linus. He's kind of like, giving him a big smile, and like, yeah. Does he have a crush on Dean? See, here's the thing. Because, like... He looks super jazzed they're there, but also, like, a little bit vacant. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I kind of got the vibe that, like, I mean, we'll talk about it later. We get there when we get there. So the sheriff comes out of his office, and he's like, Hell's Bells, Linus, have you seen my... <laughs> He goes, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. He goes, who are they? And Linus says, oh, they're the federal agents. And sheriff is like, and you kept them waiting? You said not to disturb you. He's like, sheriff's like, come on back, fellas. And they start, to, they walk up, they start to go over to the office, and the sheriff goes, shoes off. Oh, okay. So and I they, know that some people in their house have a shoe rule. He has um, a little mat right outside his door to his office where he's got his own shoes there, and the boys take their shoes off and they put them on the mat. Yeah. So, like, at first, it's like, I think, like, the boys kind of like look at each other and, like, look down, like, is this a weird hazing thing? Yeah. Because that was my first thought. Was yeah. like, Me he was, too. I, I thought... was like, "This is weird." Oh no, the, the sheriff is also in sock feet. Yeah, yeah. We're all we're all, we're all doing sock feet we're, today. We're all doing sock feet. <laughs> just makes yeah. it feel like it's like a pajama party or something. Yeah. <laughs> like they're all just like in sock feet. Everything's suddenly a lot less formal. It is very funny though because when going to someone's house, I have to be like. Do you want me to wear the shoes or do you want... Yeah, <laughs> are we a shoe house or are we a not shoe house? Are we a house slipper? Yeah. yeah. Are, we are we a, like, if I have bare feet, should I keep my shoes on? Right. If it, or if they're sandals? Or do I... If my feet are offensive in some way, yes. should I maybe should I just hide leave? Hide them. Should, should I, I just leave the house and not come here? Yeah. If, if this is a shoe off house and I take my shoes <laughs> off... And you guys are like, whoa! And you guys get mad at me for taking my shoes <laughs> off. Up. That's your fault. I, I'm just telling you, you may want me to leave my shoes on. <laughs> it's like a swamp in here. <laughs> <laughs> so the boys take their shoes off and go inside the office and the sheriff introduces himself as Al Britton. He's like, good to meet you. And shakes their hands. And uses... A lot of hand sanitizer. So he... So the boys sit down off, opposite the sheriff who's standing still. Mm-hmm. And Al takes the hand sanitizer bottle and there's this stock noise squeeze of him is he like Mm -hmm. (laughs) as he like raises the bottle as he's squeezing and lowers it kind of like like you're pouring something very fancy like into a glass ketchup or something yeah or like but then he like rubs his hands together and it's that sound but it's (laughs) mixed with the wetness of the hand sanitizer and it's just really squishy and gross but he's like making eye contact with the boys the whole time um, because He's kind of, like, daring them to say that's weird. Yeah. And the way he did that, that was weird. Yes. But... Post-COVID. <laughs> right? I was just like, I mean, that's, like, normal, Like, like right? okay, like, yeah, sure. I mean, maybe that's a bit much, because, you know, you don't need that much after, after years of pandemic. That's, yeah, that's you don't like, need that much. Right. But, like, that's normal behavior. To- yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> I shake your head at you. Okay. <laughs> yep. The amount... 
I wash and sanitize my hands yeah. on a daily basis working with children. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this, it's just this the performative is, nature yes. of this that act that he's doing. So uh, Al sits down and he's like, so what can I do for Uncle Sam? <laughs> Sam says, we're looking into Frank O'Brien's death. Your men found the body. And then Al kind of like, yeah, they did. He's like, me, me and Frank, we were friends. It's like, hell, we were Gamecocks. And so Dean, very seriously. Yeah. And Dean's like, <laughs> <laughs> like laughs Share. at that. Side eyes him. He's a softball team. No, bait is softball? Yeah. yeah. Oh, softball. softball team. <laughs> I always get the two mixed up. Like, That's our softball team's name. Dean's like, mm, mm, oh, it's mm. a majestic animal. It, what does it look like? Is it a bird? It's I'm a rooster. Assuming it's a it's, bird. It, uh, it's a it's a rooster. It's a bird. A burb. Yes. Burb, burb, burb. Uh, burb. They <laughs> bred for fighting. Oh. Yes. <laughs> They're majestic animals. He says that he knew Frank since high school. He's like, to be honest, I just got up the strength to go see him. Frank was a good man. Dean's like, yeah. Big heart. I'm like, poor taste, Dean. was like, oh my god. He's like, the look at him. He's like, well, I gotta hold it. <laughs> Sam asks if before Frank died, was he acting strange? Was he scared? Al says, yeah, he was jumpy. And Sam's like, do you know why? Uh, Al says, like, no, he wouldn't answer his phone, though. Sent my boys to check on him and found him dead. So he starts coughing and reaches for the hand sanitizer again. The boys look at each other like, what is he doing? <laughs> so Al's like, so the f- why the feds? Is there a case here? Dean's like, yeah, nah, probably nothing. <laughs> probably just a heart attack. Outside, the boys have a walk and talk. And Dean's like, no way is a heart attack. Sam's like, definitely not a heart attack. <laughs> So there are three victims, all with the same scratches. They were jittery, terrified, and then dead in 48 hours. Dean says, like, scared to death? Uh, what can do that? And like, literally like, everything literally we thought ever. He's like, okay, well, I guess we make a list and start crossing them off. His rhythm was like, he was like, ghosts, vampires, chupacabras. He's like, tough kids, sissy kids, kids who climb on rocks. Dean asks who was the last person to see Frank. Uh, Sam says his neighbor, Mark Hutchins. And then Dean is like, hang on. And they stop walking. He's like, Sam's like, what? He, he, he stops him. He's like, I don't like the look of those teenagers. Me. And we see some just like, like average, average middle schoolers, middle school, like eighth graders <laughs> on bikes. 13 year olds are the meanest people in the world. They terrify me to this day. Let's walk this way. And so he crosses the street. <laughs> if I'm on the street on like a Friday at 3 p.m. and I see a group of eighth graders on one side of the street, I will cross to the other side of the street. And like like watching them the whole time, like giving them the side eye the whole time he's crossing the street. And Sam is left sitting on the corner like, what? What, <laughs> what has happened? They're only teenagers and we're like bred to be like soldiers. We're, we're like murderers. We're, we're, like, I, <laughs> I don't think these couple of kids can take us, Dean. So this is the uh, the first one of the first uh, instances of him Mm -hmm. being a little bit paranoid. So we're at Mark Hutchins' house, and it is full of animals. A lot of exotic animals. A lot of terrariums and and aquariums. This guy, Mark, is holding a snake. And he's like, Tyler and Perry! Their names as FBI agents. Like Aerosmith! Like Aerosmith! And Sam's like, yeah, small world. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, um, (laughs) so you lost, saw Frank. Mark says, Monday, uh, he was watching me from his window. I waved, but he closed the curtains. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So funny. Um, I mean, any interaction I would have with neighbors. (laughs) 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 I'd be the one that would be staring and then awkwardly wave, and they're like, ew, and then close the curtains. (laughs) I'd be the one who'd be like, ah, Like, that seems like a reasonable interaction between neighbor who maybe wasn't meaning 
to stare. I was like, oh, yeah. hello. And I was like, like ah. Logically <laughs> staring out the window and then realizing that you're making eye contact and be like, oh, Ah. <laughs> like from either way and then the other panicking and closing the window like or be like ew but so Sam is like uh, did you speak to him recently though was he scared and Mark's like yeah he was totally freaking out and Dean is uncomfortable yes. in this place he is he clocking like every animal in the place including the snake that Mark is holding around his neck and petting as they're talking. <laughs> yes. I mean, snakes can be pretty sociable. And yeah. 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 I think they're scary. But, but, yeah. but Dean is not comfortable with this situation. Yeah. I think if it's like a pet situation, of course I'm scared of snakes in the wild, but if someone has a pet and they're just like letting it climb all over them, I don't know. I probably wouldn't want it to climb over me. But I'd right. be like, you can stay in Yeah, you do that because you're comfortable with it. And I'm going to be in this room with you. Like, snake doesn't need to come near me. Yeah. I might pet it, but I wouldn't want to hold it. Yeah. So Dean asks what scared Frank. And Mark was like, witches. And Sam was like, a what? And he thought was the movie, The Witches, based on the novel by Rolls. Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl. Rolls Royce. I was going to say Rolls Dine, which doesn't Roll Dine. No. Roll Dahl. I'm having a stroke. Um, so Mark says, uh, so the Wizard of Oz was on the other night and he said that green bitch was out to get him. <laughs> so was, were they watching it or did he call did, him? Did he I come think, over to, did he call They him? were both probably watching in the, their separate houses and he calls him and is like, are you watching the Wizard of Oz right now? Man, that green bitch is out to get me. <laughs> I swear to God, she's staring right through the TV at me, man. Oh, uh, sounds like anything else. And Mark says, everything, Al-Qaeda, ferrets, artificial sweetener, has dispensers with their cold, dead eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dean is looking around the room with mounting anxiety. What was Frank like? <laughs> and uh, Mark is like, well, I mean, he's dead, so I don't want to, like, like, be ooh, mean. Ooh. But he got better. Ooh. Got better. And Sam's like, what do you mean by that? And Mark's like, well, I mean, in high school, he was a dick. Like a bully. Like a bully. He's like, he probably taped half the town's butt cheeks together. Dean kind of like, he almost laughs at that. And Mark is like, yeah, mine included. So like, don't laugh because it's not funny. So Dean's like, okay, so he pissed some people off. Do you think anyone would want revenge? Well, and Mark's like, Frank had a heart attack, right? And Sam's like, answer the question, sir. (laughs) No, I don't think I will. He's like, no, no. And he got better. But after his wife, and um, Dean's like, so he was married. <laughs> Mark says that she died 20 years ago. Frank was really broken up about it. And Dean is continuing to be uncomfortable. And Mark kind of notices this now. And he's like looking down at the snake that he's holding. And he's like, oh, don't be scared of Donnie. And he's like, he's a sweetheart. It's Marie you should be scared of. And then this then yellow snake. Then why is snake, Marie out of her cage? <laughs> <laughs> this yellow snake is coming up over the edge of the couch. It's an anaconda. Boa Python. Python. I don't know. I'm not a snake person. It's a very thick it's yellow a, snake. It's a large constrictor snake. <laughs> yeah, it's constrictor. It's yellow and spots. Yes. It's, I don't know. I thought, I think snakes like that are kind of pretty. Oh, it's pretty. Very, very, very scary. <laughs> really? You, you're, are you really scared of snakes? Not like that. I mean, like if I was confronted with a giant snake, I would be terrified. Yeah. But not like, I don't like think about being afraid of snakes. Hmm. I am afraid of most things that can bite if me. If someone came up oh. to me and was like, here, hold my snake. I'd be like, ah. But if I, I went... Be, in, I'm absolutely not holding that. If I'm I went into it. a situation where I knew that there would be snakes and I knew that there would be a possibility of me holding a snake, I'd be like, as long as you're there so 
but it doesn't, you know, bite me. You know? I don't trust people enough to be I, If it's an animal person, like, I've had a, an owl on my arm before. Yeah, like, so I know, because this has happened before, like, if I am, like, jump scared, but, like... That you would punch a snake? <laughs> <laughs> I if I am jump scared by a snake, I do it. Whack! <laughs> <laughs> Karate arms up and ready. <laughs> I feel so bad for the poor snake. You know. I know. I I probably scare the snake really badly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but if I'm entering into a situation where it's like I'm gonna hold a snake today, totally fine. Yeah. Whoa. Not at all bothered by snakes. I wouldn't get anxious being like, oh my god, I have to hold a snake. What? I I I, I can't. If it was a spider, on the other hand, not necessarily. I've held a tarantula I, before. I would. But I would rather not hold it. Mm. I don't I, even I like holding babies. So I yeah. do not like holding babies. <laughs> I have held a baby and it was one of the most uncomfortable experiences of my life because they were staring at me, waiting for me to do something. And I'm like, I I what am I supposed to do I'm going to drop them. Yeah. I'm so nervous. I, I don't, I do not like holding babies. It's so much responsibility. Yeah. A tarantula. Don't let me I, I like, eh, don't mind holding a tarantula. Smaller spiders. Yeah, I have right a right. pro, I have a more of a problem with smaller they spiders. Scurry. <laughs> they, they scurry. It's like, oh, that is the problem. have centipedes. Yeah. Oh they God. do scurry. It helps a lot June bugs. if you Oof. make them fight to the death in, oh, in, in, the, a, in a cage match in the Thunderdome. <laughs> Which listeners, I don't know if you know. But, uh, I don't know if we've talked about that before. I, we I, haven't talked about the Thunderdome, I, I don't think. I don't think so. I, I, well, when I used to live in an apartment in a basement, there would be house centipedes. Ugh. And I really don't like squishing bugs no. because the, 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 texture, the, the, the texture and the sound is awful. So what I do is I catch them and I put them in like a Starbucks cup or a clear Tupperware container or something like that. And then I just keep feeding spiders to that house centipede. And then I've got a pet. (laughs) (laughs) And I've actually kept a spider that way before too. Oh my god. I had a um, a wolf spider for a while. Caught one in my apartment and I kept it. I built a little terrarium for it. I was like, if you're going to be in here, you're going to live in a little house. (laughs) (laughs) And not touch my bare foot when I get out of the shower. Which is what... Which is what it did. <laughs> I was barefoot and I felt this little touch on my foot and it was just like, hello. <laughs> I was like, I'm your roommate. I just moved yeah, in. It was just like that. And I was like, it's like, hey, well, I know you're my new roommate and here are some ground rules. Some grand rules to follow. Grand rules. I'm a spider. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't oh, want you to- oh. <laughs> Oh, you want some ground rules? Cool. You're going to live in a box. <laughs> oh, you're going to live here? You're going to live in a box. <laughs> I had, it was, I, I got, uh, I dug up some gravel from outside and put some like sticks and leaves and That's it made, so and it made like, it, it made the little, the little yeah. hunting nest. And I kept, I just put a lot of, I kept, just kept putting bugs in there and a bottle cap full of water. Aww. That's had, adorable. And I, and I had a pet spider for a few months before I let it go outside. It's this yellow snake coming up over the edge of the couch. And comes at Dean, and uh, Mark is like, she smells fear. <laughs> yeah, right at Dean. And Dean is uncomfortable with yeah. this. I'm pretty sure the behind... So, because when, when Sam notices, he whips around to, to see this snake. And Dean just has to sit there as it slide, like, slides oh, over him. Okay. Oh. And I'm pretty sure the behind the scenes for this is... They didn't tell Jensen that he was going to have a snake on? No, no, they knew. They, I, I think they knew when Sam whips around and sees the snake, that is Jared leaving the soundstage. <laughs> Got up and let, was just like, nope. <laughs> That's so funny. Nope, not... It was... Snake! Nope! <laughs> <laughs> and then Jensen had to sit there and let it slide over him. I was just, oh, 
We are uh, outside. Dean is uh, in the car, parked, and Dean is scratching his forearm. Sam gets in the car, and Dean startles. Sam asks if he had any luck at the county clerks. Dean says, not luck. Frank's wife, Jessie, was manic depressive in 88. She went off her meds and vanished. Two weeks later, three towns over, they found her. Uh, It was a suicide. Yay. So these days, we don't really say manic depressive anymore. Is that bipolar? That would probably be bipolar. Yeah. Okay. So Sam is like, did Frank do it? Or like, maybe Frank did it? Dean says like, well, he was working a swing shift when she disappeared. So he's got an alibi. And they turn the car on and they drive. Dean's like, so how's Frank's uh, apartment? And Sam says that it's clean. Says no EMF, no hex bags, no sulfur. Dean's like, so probably no ghosts, no witches or demons. Uh, three down, 97 things to go. Sam kind of like looks and makes note that Dean is going 20 miles an hour, which is the speed limit. He's like, There's yeah, wrong like, that's the speed limit. He's like, that's the speed limit. It's like, so what? Safety is a crime now? And then Sam, Sam's like, what? So they start to, it looks like they're going to pull up to the Bluebird Hotel. And then they just kind of keep driving past it. And Sam's like, Dean, that was our hotel. And Dean's like, I'm not going to make a left at the oncoming traffic. I'm not suicidal. And he goes, did I just say that? That's weird. And then the EMF is going off. And Sam's like, what? He's going, what? You hear that? He pulls out the EMF reader. EMT reader. And uh, he points it at Dean and it's like, he points it away. He points it at Dean. And Dean's like, am I haunted? He like looks over and Sam's like, am I haunted? Keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> we assume the next day, Sam's on the phone with Bobby and he's got like a box of donuts and he's like, just finishes his one-sided mm-hmm. telephone call. That was a one-sided telephone call. All right, Bobby, keep looking. He sees the Impala and hears Eye of the Tiger playing <laughs> as he approaches. This probably is the most that we can use. So Sam looks at the car and walks over, and Dean is laying down in the front seat, drumming to the music. And then Sam smacks the roof and startles Dean. Dean gets out, and he's like, is he trying to get his anxiety out or something? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably working out that nervous energy. Yeah. And Dean's like, dude, look. And he shows Sam his forearm, and it's like this rash that he's been scratching at. Sam says he just talked to Bobby. He hands Dean the box of donuts. Dean smells it and then yeah, he throws like, it. Yeah, <laughs> opens it, sniffs within it, and tosses it in the it car. Like, and and Sam, yeah, Sam's like, those are our donuts and they're not bad. Like, what are you doing? And I like, and, and like, the, like, kind of like, you never turn down donuts. Like, yeah, something's got to be wrong. So Sam's like, well, you got ghost sickness. And Dean's like, what? He's like, yeah. He's like, God, no. Yeah. And he goes, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Sam says that in some cultures. Oh my god! According to lore, at least um, they didn't say like in all every culture has a <laughs> some cultures much some more vague. Uh, he's like the dead can infect the living with a disease. That's why they stopped displaying bodies in houses and did it in funeral homes instead. So the symptoms are: you get anxious, then you're scared, then you're really scared, then your heart stops. Sound familiar? And Dean's like, yeah, but we haven't seen a ghost in weeks. And uh, Sam's like, well, I doubt you got it from a ghost. Uh, he's like, once the spirit infects the first person. And it spreads like through coughs, etc. And he's like, Frank was the first to die, so he was the first infected. Patient zero. This is also such familiar language from COVID. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like, patient COVID. zero. It's like, uh, it's like, yes, we all know how diseases work now. Yes, yes yeah, we know. But we the- need a panorama. <laughs> <laughs> 
A panini press. <laughs> panini press, the personal pan panini. <laughs> but the, the cultural touch point here for something is outbreak. The outbreak monkey. Yeah, so uh, Sam says that Frank was in Maumee over the weekend uh, a softball tournament, and he's like, must have infected those other two victims. And Dean's like, were they gamecocks? He goes, no, corn jerkers. Oh my god. <laughs> like, what? what the fuck? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, Dean's like, so, ghost gave it to Frank, who gave it to the other guys, and who gave it to me. And he's like, so I got like, what, 48 hours before I die? And Sam's like, more like 24. <laughs> Dean's like, great. Dean probably, but they don't touch on this. Dean probably got it from Al. He got it. He almost certainly got it from the sheriff. They shook because hands. they shook hands. Yeah. Not the corpse. Yeah. Right. So Dean's like, yeah, but why me, not you? And Sam's like, yeah, Bobby and I have a theory about this. The victims, they all were like the same type of personality. Uh, Frank was a bully. One of the other victims was a vice principal and one was a bouncer. So basically, they're all dicks. So Sam's like, yeah, all three victims use fear as a weapon. The disease is returning the favor. Dean's like, I don't scare people. Sam's like, all we do is scare people. Dean's like, well, then you're a dick too. He's like, <laughs> nope, apparently I'm not. <laughs> Dean's like, whatever. How do we stop? And Sam's like, kill the ghost that started it. Dean asks if he thinks it's Frank's wife. Sam's like, maybe. He's like, why are you out here anyway? Because like, they are having this conversation in the parking lot outside of their hotel. Right. Dean's like, yeah, our room's on the fourth floor. That's, um... It's high. <laughs> Sam's like, I'll see if we can get moved down to the first floor. Dean's like, thanks. <laughs> he gets back in the car, checks the donuts again, and then is like, like, like turned off by them. He's like, oh, no. So inside the motel, Dean. He's watching the ticking clock. He's alone in the hotel room. He can hear the clock ticking and we hear a heartbeat. And he's like trying to study up on a book on ghost sickness. We're seeing like words pop out like hallucinations, horrible death. And it's like these illustrations of like, this is people you're throwing dying. up blood next to text and it's like all distorted. He starts coughing and the text in bold says, you're dying. And it says, again, again loser. loser. <laughs> you're going to cry. You're going to cry. <laughs> the ticking gets louder and louder and louder until we hear glass shattering. Sam comes back in through the door with like food or something and notices a broken clock on the floor. And he's like, everything all right? And Dean's like, peachy. You find anything? Earthquake. Dean is drinking. Dean is drinking. Sam is like, well, Jesse O'Brien was cremated, so probably not our ghost. And I love this little moment here. Sam is like, like, Dean is like sitting on the couch and he's scratching at his, um, the like road rash, like on his forearm. Sam kind of, he like sits down and before like starting on the rest of their conversation, he's just kind of, he's like, hey, hey, quit it. Like you're it's, like it, it was a very like doing it was a very either. sibling thing to be yeah. like hey stop picking out that scab yeah. Yeah. And he kind of like kicked his foot like yeah hey, hey stop hey, it stop it I like how he keeps it. doing that checking in and being like stop scratching at that thing yeah like, you're making it worse it's very like hey stop picking out that zit yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're making it worse stop, stop don't peel off your scab don't do that don't do that he's like so how are you feeling he says awesome nice to be almost dead again and he coughs like while he's taking a drink of beer and starts choking I thought he was gonna do another device I love in theater is corfing into a handkerchief to show the audience that you are dying so Sam's like hey like Dean and Dean runs to the sink and coughs up a wood chip and Sam's like we've been ignoring our biggest clue a clue, a clue. it's a clue you, you. <laughs> I don't want to be a clue Sam's like the abrasions this the disease is telling us something Dean's like telling us what with wood chips Sam's like yeah <laughs> 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 huh? 
It's at a playground? Uh, <laughs> what? What? It's like, yeah. So we are at Cassidy and Son's lumber mill. The Impala pulls up and Dean looks scared. They get out of the car. He's like, I'm not going in there. <laughs> Sam is like, I need backup and you're all I've got. So he's like, you're going in there, Dean. Mm-hmm. Dean is like getting around to the uh, trunk of the car and he's like, whoo, whoo, trying to psych himself up as he like unlocks the, the trunk and he kind of looks up to the mill. He's like, hey, it's a little spooky, isn't it? <laughs> they get into the trunk and start looking through the arsenal. Sam looks through and hands Dean a gun. Uh, on the way over to the car, though. Um, yeah, he takes a big swig. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's drinking. He's Heavily. drinking. For the anxiety, I guess. So Dean's like, I'm, I'm not carrying that thing <laughs> to the gun. It could go off. It could go off. And he's like, oh, I'll man the flashlight. And Sam's like, yeah, you do that. <laughs> Inside the lumber mill, the boys search the dark interior. The EMF starts to go off, which is just detecting Dean. He's like, yeah, it's not going to work with me around, is it? They find Frank O'Brien's ring. And it, sa- it says to Frank, love Jesse. Why was he here? Well, no, why was the ring why there? Was why was the did ring it, here? Da- why did it come off? Did he take it off and throw it down? But why would he do that? And why was his finger tan? Why was yeah. it tan if it had been 20 years since that happened? We have a, pl- a problem. A little probably bit of a problem. Have a we have a blood problem. They must have had a scene that they had to cut. I, I mean, maybe. I don't know if ha- what would make it work. Re- why did they remark, like, on the tan line? Yeah, I don't know. Well, like, it was, that was to clue us into the being being the married, being married at, at some point, point in the past. But, like, that makes no sense, because... Maybe he still wore the ring? Right, but then, right. But but then how, why is he there here? 20 years ago, when he... But, or did he go back recently and leave his wedding ring there on the floor? Did he die there? No, he was found in his house. Oh. Oh. I don't know. And they don't explain this unless, in his paranoia, he took a trip over to the mill. Yeah. And took his wedding ring off? Uh, dropped it, dropped lost it. it. I don't know. Um, they get stuck on it. Yeah, they do. Right? Is, so, like, how would he... Like, in his paranoia, like, wanting to check to make sure that, like, nothing was left behind or something. Yeah, maybe. Is the only thing I can think of yeah. for why it would be there. it would have to have been there recently for him, uh, for him to drop it recently for him to have a tan for yeah. that long because it was 20 Maybe years ago. he just ago. doesn't go outside. He just has never gotten his tan evened out. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's, not, it's, and not it's not clear. clear and except it's never made clear why after 20 years why now yeah, yeah. How, how Frank got sick patient it zero is not ha- clear patient zero has to catch it from a ghost so, so he, he must have gone so back so he must have come did back did they cut something about him going back he must have been back been assaulted by the ghost been and then ran away infected by the ghost yeah, lost the ring the ghost could have taken maybe the they ring had a off. different intro yeah instead Ooh. of him running away from the dog and then being like four three hours earlier. It could have been him, yeah. Maybe it was a different intro. But, yeah, no, he must have, to, to catch the ghost sickness, he had to have come in contact with the ghost. Yeah. Because, like, maybe otherwise, why de- now? In that debacle, he could have lost the ring. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they, like, didn't think it worked it did, or something. Yeah, it didn't but, fit mm-hmm. or something. They wanted it to be goofier because of the dog yeah. thing or, like, yeah. less serious, and they're like, we can't show him being this like, much of an asshole. And like, like, they, like, yeah. like, they filmed that first, and, and then they, they did all this stuff with Jensen, like, ooh, Jensen being goofy is really great, so we're just gonna put that. Yeah, maybe. Never mind the plot holes. Yeah, know. but, like, it had to, for Frank to be infected, maybe he had like, to have come in contact with the ghost. Like, we want our audience to, get, to gain some critical thinking skills. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna trust them to figure this out. <laughs> and also, well, we can talk about this a little bit at the end. They did not. because like There there were some, like, plot hole stuff that I think it was Kripke it was like, now, I don't usually address fans directly, I usually leave things up to interpretation, but y'all are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> about, about some stuff. And like, maybe we could have made it clearer, but basically this is it and you're all stupid. Like, and it's like, okay, you did not explain that in the episode. No. It's like, it will all be revealed later. It's like, you did not explain that. You did not. So then they go down this dark hall to a room with lockers, and there's one that's rattling. I had seen this. I've clip. seen this scene this before. Is, this is a famous clip. On TikTok. Yes. Uh, we continue to hear, to hear banging from the locker, and we're, like, getting ready to open the door. So it seems like, okay, on three. One, two, three. And opens the locker. He's got his gun out and pointed, and a little kitty jumps out. He could have shot that cat. And Dean screams <gasps> bloody sounds, murder. And he doubles like, over and screams at the floor. And like then screams awesome. up. Scream when he's stuck to the rock. It is <laughs> a little bit. And he's like, ha, that was scary. And then Sam walks away. They continue on to an office-like room. It's very messy, clearly abandoned. Sam spots an ID card for a Luther Garland. And Dean spots some charcoal sketches. Very talented. Yeah. Jesse, of our Jesse, the dead wife. And it matches the newspaper photo. So we're like, okay, so the plot thickens. They tear off this drawing to take it with them. And the mill starts up. He's like, don't. Don't touch my stuff, man. Always a good sign when the bandsaws start. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried they were going to have a scene of the ghost the, pushing... The, the, of a bandsaw um, murder scene, yeah. Or, a, like, threatening to murder yeah. someone. Yeah, yeah. Which we've done before. Yes. Dean is facing Sam, and he spots a figure standing in the corner over Sam's shoulder. You know, in the creepy way ghosts do where they face the corner. Right. I think this makes a little bit more sense because of the ghost character. Mm-hmm. He's very, he's like very fiddling with his fingers and like we see him kind of like holding his hands up by his chest and he's um he's kind of like bowed his head down and he's just in the corner like shaking mm-hmm. his head a little bit like uh, subtly and or Sam uh like points his gun his gaze. <laughs> yeah falls Dean's gaze points a gun at the ghost and then Sam goes like hey instead of Dean (laughs) and then the ghost does a slight flinch but doesn't turn around which is like he is scared and Dean runs out the doors and outside Sam raises his gun as the ghost turns around and approaches him he shoots the ghost with salt round and the ghost disappears outside Dean is drinking whiskey at the car a lot of it Sam runs up and he's like guess we got the right place and he holds up the ID card so we're at the sheriff's office Deputy Linus brings Sam the Garland file and Linus notes Dean behind Behind Sam, scratching at his arm and swaying. <laughs> and uh, Linus asks, like, kind of, does he point? He, like, yeah. he points and he kind of asks Sam, like, is he drunk? And Sam turns around, looks back at Dean, who is obviously drunk, and he turns back to Linus and he goes, no. <laughs> and Sam says, like, well, this file says that the death was caused by physical trauma. What does that mean? And Linus is like, ah, the guy died 20 years ago. It's before my time. I don't know. This guy looks about 20. Yeah. So. yeah. I was a baby. <laughs> I, was, I was actually not born yet. Sam asks if they can talk to the sheriff. And Linus kind of looks to the office and he comes, he looks back and he's like, he's out sick. Mm. Okay. Okay. Sam says, well, if you see him, tell him to call us and asks, like, if you might, do you mind if I take this? Meaning the file. And he kind of like, tap, tap. On the, on the desk. <laughs> when Linus says, yeah, sure. And then Sam walks away. And Dean is like, you know what? And he points at Linus. He goes, you're awesome. And Linus is like, um, thanks. Uh, <laughs> you too, I guess. And Sam drags Dean out of there. From this interaction, I, from Linus, I got that Linus was like, like kind of flattered. Yeah. And maybe like a little bashful. Yeah. And he's um, like, oh, thanks. You, 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 you too, too, I guess. And kind of maybe like... And Dee's just standing there like... (laughs) You're You're awesome. awesome. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of got like a Dean being bi again energy. It was a little flirty It was a little flirty. He was like, you know what? 
Like I'm just gonna say it because I'm I'm I don't have inhibitions right now. Like I'll I'm say like, it. I'll say it. Awesome. I, don't even, I don't even care. You're awesome. And he's like, oh, oh, oh thank you. Um, um, you too. Tucks hair behind yeah. you. You too. I guess. Yeah, and then Sam comes back and grabs him and drags him out. We hear Al on the phone say, "Who is that?" To Linus, and Linus is like, "Oh, FBI." Uh, Al asks what they wanted, and he says, "A file, the Luther Garland file." We cut to the sheriff in his office, scratching at his forearms that are all bloody. He's <laughs> using tinfoil to scratch his uh, arms. Oh, he's like loading multiple guns on his desk. He hears like, they know. And he is loading this gun. He points it at a trophy case where he sees his reflection in one of the trophies and it's to- it's talking to him. We can, and we can hear his heartbeat very loud. <laughs> he's like, and he hears himself in this reflection saying, they know what you did. They're going to make you pay. And the subtitle said, Evil Laugh. (laughs) (laughs) At the Peaceful Pines Assisted Living Facility. It's like a Shady Oaks. Shady (laughs) Shady Oaks retirement home. Dean is very anxious. He's like, this isn't going to work. These badges are fake. We could go to jail. (laughs) You shut up. (laughs) They round a corner and he is startled by an old person. (laughs) Uh, Sam's like, Dean, take a deep breath. And he breathes, and Sam's like, better? And he's like, no. no! So, I think Sam's like, just come on. He's like, don't don't scratch. <laughs> they approach a man in a wheelchair in, like, the rec room cafeteria yeah. area. Yeah. For like, some reason, yeah, I was like, wait, where are we? Because I was getting, like, prison cafeteria I was getting, like, asylum vibes. Like, yeah, this is, like, this is where... definitely an old building yeah. that has been converted into, like, an assisted living facility. It was very, like, rec room. Definitely the institutional to, yeah. feel to yeah. it. Sam asks, he says, like, Mr. Garland, and he, he introduces himself and Dean uh, as Tyler and Perry. So the Mr. Garland says, like, let me see ID. <laughs> Dean's like, <gasps> Dean is nervous. And Sam's like, sure. Gives him his ID. Dean looks at Sam. And Mr. Garland takes the badges and looks at them. And Dean is like, <laughs> those are real. <laughs> uh, obviously. <laughs> and Sam clears his throat. He's like, I mean, I mean, who would pretend to be FBI agents? That's just crazy, right? <laughs> and <laughs> Sam stomps on Dean's foot. Mr. Garland gives him back the badges. And he's like, what do you want to know? Uh, Sam says, according to this file, Luther died from physical trauma. And Mr. Garland laughs at this. Like, he just kind of chuckles. And Sam's like, oh, you don't agree? No, I just find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, he's like, no. He says it doesn't matter. Uh, Sam is like, truth, please. Mr. Garland looks at Luther's ID that they had brought. And he said everybody was scared of him, called him a monster. He launches into the story. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. It's a very, it's a pretty good performance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think this actor did a very good job with this. Like, he was like moving. Yeah. We see like Luther at the mill uh, getting looks from people in this kind of like flashback. So he says like he was too big, mean looking. He was different. Didn't matter that he was the kindest man. He'd never hurt anyone. See him pulling it's, a kitten out of a box. It's kind of like um, To Kill a Mockingbird. I was going to say it's like Lenny. I was going to say it's yeah, Mary I of got, Mice and Men. I got that too. Big man not, who's not, like... And, and not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but it's very of Mice yeah. and Men. Yeah. Someone that's... He's as different, obviously either disabled or neurodivergent. Yeah. And not conforming to the rest of, like, normal society. Right. And he says that a lot of people failed Luther, including him. I was a widower with three youngins. He says, I told myself I couldn't help, I couldn't, that I couldn't do anything about it. Sam puts down uh, the drawing they found. He says, do you recognize her? 
And Mr. Garland says, oh, that's Jesse O'Brien. And he says, uh, her man, Frank, killed Luther. And they're like, oh, oh, oh. And they're like, Matter of fact. That's, and they're like, they're like that really? We did not know. <laughs> and he's like, everybody knows that. They just don't talk about it. Mm. He says that Jesse was a receptionist at the mill, very nice to Luther, and he had a crush on her. Frank didn't like that. When Jesse went missing, Frank thought that it was Luther who killed her. Turns out it was a suicide, and Frank didn't know. So we see young Frank roll up to the mill. So he goes to Luther's desk uh, with a shotgun and sees Luther's drawing. Drawings. He cocks his gun and pushes Luther outside, knocking him down. He hits him with the butt of his gun, ties a chain around Luther's neck, and attaches it to a truck and goes. It's grisly. Yeah. yeah. It, it's brutal. Especially because it's like this big man could fight back if he, I don't know, like it's like, it's like he's yeah. obviously not being aggressive. Yeah. And he's obviously not done anything wrong. He's scared. He's scared. And Frank just starts like beating him. Yeah, and, he's like, so much of a smaller like person inside of that. Yeah. The, like, big body. So, Mr. Garland says that they found Luther with a chain around his neck. He was dragged up and down that road till he was passed dead. Oh Th- this is beyond, like, oh, hey, sh- I think you like my girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. And and I haven't heard from my girlfriend in a couple days. This is insane. This, like, this is beyond that. This is... Since I've wanted to do this for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is, I am a violent person. I am a cruel person. And I found him. And I'm an going to torture to, yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah. I found one because I found one little excuse that's not that's not founded. Like to revenge on you, even though. Yeah. This, this, this is, I don't have an outlet for my violence. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm going to torture someone to death. So Dean is like, Frank wasn't arrested? And <laughs> again, like explaining the police to, <laughs> to Dean. Yeah, another example. Yeah, <laughs> I, once again, explaining wait, how police. Wait work. a minute, that was like the. Wait, you didn't go to the police, and she's like, like, like yeah, no, we're black people. Like, yeah. like what are explaining the oppression of the yeah. marginalized to Dean, explaining the oppressive well, force that is the police to Dean. It's like, wait, <laughs> wait. So Frank wasn't arrested, mm-hmm. and Mr. Garland's like, no. no, he's like, I screamed at every cop in town. And they didn't want to. Frank was a pillar of the community. Luther was just the town freak. Sam's like, like, you must have hated Frank. And he says, like, for a long time, yeah, but life's too short for hate. Um, it was a shame Luther had to be put through that, but that's fear. It spreads and spreads. See, this is when I was like, so this guy... Right, and then they're setting up the, like, Sam being like, so you must have been really mad at Frank. Do you think... Did you, did you kill? Did you kill? Did you Did you kill Not saying we're blaming him, but did you kill Yeah, and when he says... That's fear. It spreads and spreads. He looks right at Dean and just kind of smiles a little bit. Yep. It's like, like, um, uh, are you like another ghost? Or yeah. <laughs> like, or like you, a weird... Or like, you, you're picking up on how Dean is really scared <laughs> right now? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it spreads and spreads just like it's right to you. Yeah, and like, you're, just because you can pick you up can on You can tell this, that he, Dean is like, like nervous. Yeah. I wasn't crazy about the end of this scene. With like, with, I don't hate him. Yeah. Yeah, with so, um, well, he Luther. brutally murdered your brother. But yeah, with it's well, it's like okay, so it's been twenty years. But he's like, it's like it was a shame he had to go through. He had to go through that, right? As if it was like, well, it was unavoidable. Yeah, again, it it, it, it feels it, a little out of character for him yeah. too, a little bit. But it like it's still for me. Like I, I wasn't crazy about it, but it does still for me parallel the of mice and men thing they yeah. seem to be doing yep like in of mice and men spoiler for the classic american <laughs> novel lenny's brother 
And an E. George? George. It might be George. I think it's George. His, his brother, George, kills him before the mob can get to him. Yeah. Yeah. To do whatever they were going to do. Whatever do to him. And this kind of feels like a... If George didn't. <laughs> like the, if George didn't. But like, but like also, it's the same mindset of like... Yeah, like, well, it was unavoidable. Like, yeah. he, he he couldn't last. But it yeah, also kind of thing. reminds me of uh, To Kill a Mockingbird because of... Guy. The the, guy, the quiet guy in the house where they, they keep... Leave, but Boo Radley. Boo Radley. Oh! People create, like, myths about him because they never see him, but they figure oh, that he yeah. lives in the house. And, like, then people start going after him, but they don't realize that he saved them. Yeah, he d- he does save the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people think that he was going to hurt them, but yeah, it reminded me of that. Yeah, a little bit because of like everyone being super scared of him, and like of course expecting the worst of him because he's this big, like scary looking guy, but he's very kind at heart and just quote unquote different. Mm-hmm. Right. Did, did, have you have you read of Mice and Men? No, but I know how it ends. Because that book was like like it just this seemed to be paralleling it. Mm-hmm. When we see him take the kitten out of the box, I was like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We're the, good. The kitten is fine. <laughs> he did not pet it too hard. Thinking about it like that, then it would have been sad if he had accidentally killed her and it wasn't a suicide. Like if they right. had taken that route. If yeah. they had taken that route, it would have been totally Curly's wife thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then that would have been so parallel that like... Did she have a name or was she just... I think cur- she was Curly's, Curly's wife. wife. She just didn't have a name. Yeah. 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 has a name. <laughs> and, and, and a wife, wife without, without a name. name. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It would have been... That would have been awful if they had done that. Yeah. yeah. And that's what... And then the end is what happens if George doesn't get to Lenny first. Yeah. Right. Oh, boy. Awful. Yeah. Terrible. But yeah, how this scene ended was a little... He just seemed like... Well, it, like it, life's too short him. for me to hate that man because... He brutally murdered, tortured and murdered my brother, but like, and as it we, was, it couldn't be helped. And as we find out yeah. later, there was like nothing left of him. Well, yeah. He was yeah. strewn completely across the road. Yeah. I don't know how you can almost forgive someone for doing that, like, yeah. to your brother. No. Yeah, no, just the like, the. It would have happened to him anyway. A shame yeah. it had to happen. It had like, to happen, but like. That way. Let. So, you know, evening now, the, the boys are doing a walk and talk as they leave the. Uh, assisted living facility. Dean's like, now I know what these are, like, on his forearms. He's like, road rash. Mm-hmm. And I guess Luther may have swallowed some wood chips on that road. Oh, God. That's awful. Yeah, so the, this this ghost sickness is experiencing his death, l- his death in slow motion. Yeah, he's like, I wish it was slower <laughs> than yeah, this. They get to the car. He's like, not slow enough. It's like, let's burn the bones and get me healthy. Sam's like, yeah, not that easy. And Dean's like, yes, it is that easy. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> <laughs> Sam says, like, well, Luther, you know, there's no way to get all the remains. Because he was dragged along the road. Pieces of him would have been left. Like, it would, yeah. yeah. So Sam's like, yeah, we'll just have to figure something else out. And and then Dean has his famous famous freakout scene. He's like, well, screw this. Sam's like, whoa. (laughs) And Dean's like, what what are we doing? And Sam's like, hunting a ghost. He's like, who does that? He's like, us. He goes, us, right. Our lives suck. We search out things that want to kill us. It's like, what the hell? Normal people run away from monsters. We're insane. It's like the bad diner food, the, the skeevy motels, and who wants this life? Do you actually like being in the car with me eight hours a day every day? He's like, no, I drive too fast. I listen to the same five albums and I sing along. I know I'm annoying, mm. but it's like, and you, you're, you're gassy. <laughs> and it's, do you, and like the in between the line, he's like kind of rambling a little bit and pacing. And Sam is just watching him like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Come down, buddy. 
And uh, he's like, you eat half a burrito when you're toxic. He's <laughs> like, you know what? He throws the keys to Sam. He's like, you can forget it. Sam's like, what? He's like, I'm done with the monsters, with the hellhounds, with the ghost sickness, with the apocalypse. I'm done. And he just walks away. And Sam is standing there like, what <laughs> just happened? <laughs> he loosens his tie and his shirt collar. And we hear like tapping feet and a growl. He looks behind him and it's a Yorkie with the little bow. We're back at the beginning. Dina's going to take off being chased by a Yorkie. Where's the Yorkie's parents? <laughs> yeah, I... I don't know. It was probably like, hello, a person who can help me. I am lots. I am a lot of the dog. Oh, you're running? Am I running too? Time to run too. Time to run too. Are you helping me? Are you leading me to home? You're leading me back home? We're running and playing. We're running and playing. We're playing chase. I'm going to bite your ankles. So at the motel room, Sam enters. Enter Sam. Sam's like, I looked everywhere for you. How'd you get here? He goes, I ran. Dean's like, what do we do now? I'm like less than four hours away. I'm going to die, Sammy. Sam's like, yeah, you are. You're going back. It's like, what is going on? Sam's like, back to hell. And it's about damn time, too. Truth is, and then it's all distorted. And he says, you're a real pain in the ass, too. Sam's eyes go yellow. He force shoves Dean to the wall. And Dean's like, no, get out of my brother, you evil son of a bitch. And he's like, no one's possessing me. This is what I'm going to become. This is what I want to become. And you can't do anything about it. He's like holding him against the wall, choking him. And then we hear and see Sam going like, hey, 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 Dean. So Dean comes to and Sam kind of pats his chest. And he's like, it's like, he's okay. He's quotes, okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right. Bobby drives up to the lumber mill and asks where Dean is. And Sam says, he's homesick. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut to Dean. He's watching Gumby. Gumby and Pokey. And uh, he's just like, and I guess, is Pokey the worst? Yeah. Yes. He gets tied to the back of a truck and starts getting dragged. And he's <laughs> and like, oh, like this is not- well, this isn't helping. <laughs> <laughs> and he's scratching at his forearms. Back with Bobby and Sam. Bobby asks if he's had his hallucinations yet. And Sam's like, yeah, it started a couple hours ago. Bobby's like, how much time does he have left? And he's like, about two hours. Oh, my goodness. Like, you find anything? <laughs> Bobby found an encyclopedia on spirits from the Edo period. So Sam looks through this book and it's all in Japanese. And he's like, Bobby, you speak Japanese? And Bobby started speaking a little bit of Japanese. I wish that I had studied more Japanese because maybe then I could have figured out what he was saying. What is he saying? Is it something like I've been speaking Japanese before you were born or something like that? Yeah. Sam is impressed. Bobby says that the book list ghost could be our guy. So it's a ghost that infects with fear. He says it's a buru buru. It is, which is a real like Japanese. Japanese tale of um, a spirit that like clings on to you, and the more it like infects you, the more anxious and like it's like a fear demon, which is like accurate, yeah. And at least they didn't do a whole, like, agriculture has one of these, or, like, uh, going too far into it with, like, an irreverent kind of use of the. Um, cultural culture, yeah, yeah. So um, Sam asks how to kill it, and Bobby's like, "You burn the bones." He's like, Sam's ah. like, "Great, Plan B." <laughs> Bobby says that the Buru Buru is born out of fear. It is fear. Mm-hmm. Laura says you can kill it with fear. Sam's like, "All right, so we got to scare a ghost to death. How do you do that?" Uh, back at the motel, Dean answers the phone. Sam tells him to just ride out the trip. Don't worry, he'll be fine. They've got a good plan. Hang in there. It's a good. He's like, "What kind? What's your plan?" He's like, "It's a good plan. Just hang in there." And hangs up. And Bobby is like. This is a terrible plan. 
Sam's like, I know I said scare a ghost, but like this. So Bobby and Sam go to the mill. We see Luther's hand on glass, like on a, on a window inside as he's watching Sam. Dean is struggling at the motel. Hellhounds are at the door. He hears the, the door is rattling. He hides behind a chair. The door bursts open and it's um, Al, the sheriff. We're holding a shotgun. <laughs> it's, it's Weird Al. It's Weird Al. <laughs> it's it's weird Al. With, uh, the that would be scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the door <laughs> <laughs> breaks down your door. door. And he's like, Boca, Boca! <laughs> so the sheriff, his forearms are all bloody, and he's got a gun. Al is like, why are you looking into Luther's death? And Dean's like, noticing all these things. He's like, okay, you're sick, just like me. You've got to relax. So he hits, uh, the sheriff hits Dean in the face with the butt of his gun and says, like, Frank was my friend. So he made a mistake. So I didn't bust him. So what? It's like, you're going to bring me down over that? Like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> and I love this. He's aiming the gun at Dean, and Dean, like, snacks the gun out yeah. of his hand in a very scared way. Like, no, no, get that <laughs> away from my face. And, and it goes flying. And then they fight. Al pins Dean, and Dean sees that, uh, he sees Al with black eyes. And he pushes Al off of him onto a glass it's very coffee Heathers. table. I was going to say, it's very Heathers. It's very Star Trek. It's very, like, all the glass mm-hmm. coffee tables that you fall on. Mm-hmm. Al g- grips his chest. And Dean is like, Al, you gotta calm down. Al. <laughs> and he's like, get away, step back. And Sheriff dies of a heart attack. Back at the mill, Sam is wandering around. <laughs> yep. Like usual. And he's not seeing Luther. Bobby on the walkie is like, any luck? Sam's like, I don't know. Last time he came right at us. It's almost like he's scared. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) He puts his gun down and he goes, I guess I got to make him angry. So he starts tearing up the drawings of Jesse. As an artist. Yeah, come on. I felt personally attacked and like, hey, man, maybe don't. So the mill starts up and Sam is like taunting him. And then Luther is behind Sam and he turns... And sees him. And when Sam turns and sees Luther standing behind him, he turns and realizes he's looking at Luther's chest. <laughs> Which is funny for Sam, because he's not used to up. that. Right. Because um, he's so tall and big. The stunt actor who plays Luther, David Maddy, is six foot ten. I've only met one person in my life who was that tall. Six ten. But he was like a beanpole. <laughs> he yeah. was this tall, skinny-ass man who was a student teacher when I was in fifth grade. So I was like, oh my god, I'm looking up at this man. I'm like, you are the tallest thing I've ever seen! And But he was, like, skinny. I'm like, I cannot imagine being in front of somebody that tall, but also that big. Like, just a large, proportionally large man. How tall is Steven? Steven 6'4". Yeah. Yeah. So, which is Sam height. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, like, imagine Steven looking up at someone and being like, oh, my and that, God. And that person is six inches taller than, than Steven. That's crazy. Yeah. So, we're back with Dean. He's itching his arms. And he hears what the, like, hallucination of Sam had said earlier. But it's all distorted. He hears a dog barking. He's watching the tick uh, his heartbeat. He picks up a Bible. He has a oh. cast to show. Well, he... I, He's, is he praying to Cass? He's praying. He's praying. Which he's he like holding the Bible to, to him. Or to... Well, he doesn't pray to God. To Cass. Praying to something. He's praying like, to something. He's like, hey, babe. Uh, <laughs> hey, babe, so, help me out with this. Please. So, uh, hey, babe, I'm scared. We hear someone say, hi, Dean. 
And he, he looks over very slowly, and he's like, oh, God, it's her. It's all in Sandra. It's, like, no, it's, it's Sierra McCormick. It's all in from Air Farm. Farm. <laughs> it's Lilith. And he's like, no. <laughs> She's like, yes, it's me, Lilith. She's like, oh, I missed you. And, like, hugs him, right? Yeah. And, she, and she's like, time to go back now. And he's like, you are not real. And she's like, you remember the fun you had in hell? And she's like, four months there is like 40 years in hell. You remember every second. And he says that she is not real. And she's like, doesn't matter. And her eyes go white. She's like, you're still going to die. You're still going to burn. <laughs> he says, why me? And she's like, you know why. Listen to your heart. And he's like, what? And she says, ba-boom. And she's like, listen to your heart. Yeah, she, why me? Why did I get infected? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know why. And she just repeats, ba-boom. <laughs> and he falls. We're back with Sam. He's fighting with the ghost. He's he's on the ground. He reaches for the gun and he gets dragged backwards like twice. He's like, oh, I, got, I almost got it. And he gets dragged back. And he's like, I'm really crawling, crawling, crawling. I almost got it. And he gets dragged back. And then they fight. And Lilith is still like just ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. Sam uh, wraps a chain around Luther's neck. Mm-hmm. And... Luther's expression is... Not again. So it goes, goes from like anger at to Sam to horror. Terror. Yeah. And he's like, Bobby, punch it! And Bobby starts the car and drags Luther. Why? And we hear that ba-boom, ba-boom. And as Luther gets dragged by the chain, he starts turning to dust. <laughs> and he, Why would they do that, man? It's like they had to, I guess. No, but they, like, no they didn't have to. In his ghost form again, put him through that? Like It was awful. It was terrible. And <laughs> Dean's heart stops, and then he gasps and comes to coughing. And his arms are clear of the road rash. Later that day, the next day. Sometime later. Some, sometime later. Dean grabs two beers. <laughs> Everything's fine. For him and Sam, he like offers one to Bobby and he's like, no. And I'm like, good, because Bobby goes to drive in a second. Yeah. <laughs> I assume the boys will too. Right? But, but like, he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm responsible. You boys be boys. You boys be 30-year-old boys. <laughs> <laughs> so Dean is like, you guys road hot a ghost with a chain? Like, not believing it. And Sam's like, well, the, it was an iron chain with a spell word in it. And Dean's like, that's a new one. I'm like, we're just going to, like, go right into, like, ha, 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 ha. We're we killed done. Him brutally. We're done. This. Again. We're, and um, Sam does say it was pretty brutal, though. Yeah. He goes, it that's was, something coming from you, Sam. He goes, it, it was uh, what he was most afraid of. It was brutal, though. Like, yeah, yeah coming yeah. from Sam, who, like, and, like, who we saw in the intro. Yeah. We were, we were reminded that he, Basically, uh, decapitated. He executed Gordon. Yeah. And Dean's like, well, I'm alive, so go team. <laughs> and Sam's like, how you feeling? And Dean's like, fine. And Bobby's like, you sure? This work can be scary. Oh, my God. And Dean's like, I'm fine. You want to hunt? I'll hunt. I'll kill anything. Okay, yeah, but <laughs> just start stabbing him. <laughs> he just he's gets a little stabby. Sam's like, aw, and Bobby's like, he's adorable. And they're like, have a little laugh about that. And he's like, Bobby, you nearly shit your pants. You're so scared. <laughs> well, you had a sickness you couldn't control. Oh, you were scared by ghosts. You were gonna die. You were gonna die. die? You almost died. Your heart stopped and you your died. Heart stopped and you died for a second there. Oh, so adorable. So cute. Bobby's like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, you boys drive safe, and they're like. Gesture with beers. You too. Thanks. Bobby drives away. All right. Sam's like, so what did you see? And he's like, besides a cop beating my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Little distracting. 
Sam's like, seriously. And then his eyes flash yellow, and yeah. Dean stops. Dean, he looked like he was about to say something. And he's like, nah, this is, uh, I can't. And he goes, howler monkeys, whole room full of them. Really creepy. And Sam's like, yeah, right, okay. Like, you're not going to talk about what you really saw. Yeah. Dean's like, no, you know, the usual stuff. Nothing I couldn't handle, though. And takes a swig of beer. And the episode ends, but... Before the credits roll. Before the credits roll, what? Did you watch to the very end of the episode? They didn't. The credits didn't roll. Credits hadn't rolled yet. I don't know. I just saw captions by, and I stopped watching. <gasps> okay, well we have to watch it. What happened? What happened? <laughs> You'll see. Stop the presses. We have to show you this. Before the credits fully roll, we hear Eye of the Tiger begin to play, and we see an outtake, a rare outtake. Mm -hmm. The director, Phil Segreccia, left the cameras rolling while Jensen was goofing around and was was responsible for capturing this, and it was everyone liked it so much it made it into the episode. Mm -hmm. So Eye of the Tiger begins to play, and Jensen, it's it's the the scene where he's like in the Impala, like jamming out to Eye Mm -hmm. of the Tiger, but he's like jumps up and starts like lip syncing, climbs out the window. Sits on the top of the car. on the top of the car. Plays air guitar on his leg. And you can hear the laughter in the, the background. The first laugh I heard anyway is Jared, Jared just like, ha! Yeah. <laughs> famous, famous scene. So the, there are like three famous scenes in this episode. The, the cat, the cat the screaming. Cat. The, the freak out. The freak out where he's like, yeah. screw this. The, who hunts ghosts? Who hunts ghosts? Crazy people. You're gassy. <laughs> and you, you're gassy. And and the uh, the the this lip syncing die of the tiger is, a, is also a famous scene. Mm-hmm. So then the episode ends. So what do we think? It was okay. okay. I don't know. I feel like the premise was all right, mm-hmm. but like just the the details about Luther's death and how they had to hunt and fix the problem, like how they had to kill the ghost in the end, the was just so brutal. And like we've we've had some pretty brutal ghost creation stories before. Yeah. The I think this is the worst ghost fixing story yeah. we've had. Yes. This reminded like, me a little of Dead in the Water. Yes. Because mm-hmm. well, well, like, it's a cop, the cop like, involvement thing. Who's like, yeah, my friend killed a guy and, and I'm and, not going to do was, anything about it. And I was involved in the cover up and yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, we drowned we, him. Yeah, like, yeah. We, yeah, my friend and I murdered somebody. It reminded me a lot of that. I don't know, like just more like brutal in a, in the, in the how we fix it. Yeah. Thing. And just That's disturbing like, how like, yeah. it's an okay premise, but like, I don't know. I, yeah, I was kind of. And I think it was more, more brutal and like worse feeling. Feeling. Because usually, like, like okay, so we've gotta, we've gotta do whatever ritual or burn the bones or, right, you know, whatever weird thing we gotta do to get rid of the ghost. Uh, but usually, like, the ghost is there and is angry and is like, yeah. uh, and is like not really with it as like right. what they were. This Luther this ghost was ghost scared. Was and- scared. And they ha- and then they just like terrified him even more until he died again. Yeah. W- but this, I feel like this could have benefited from a more Sam ghost whispering kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like instead of like or not instead of but similar to Roadkill. Like yeah. They could have done that more with like a hey I know you're really scared but you it's not going to happen again mm-hmm. or like somehow letting him loose instead letting his spirit free instead of doing yeah. it again and traumatize re traumatizing him in his last moments mm-hmm. as a ghost. Like, they could have made it more peaceful, mm-hmm. and it would have, I don't know, like... It could have had the same climax of them talking to him while Dean, and then going back Right, and, and it would have been different tension mm-hmm. between Dean being freaked out, and then and the sheriff coming in, and all of that scene cutting back and forth with them being, like, trying to work through this with this ghost. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I feel like that would have worked better. Yeah. I, I think it would definitely would have worked better. I don't see them doing it in the, like, the, this is our, our show is Boys With Guns. Yep. Yep. Show. Not boys talking through the ghosts. Boys, like, yeah, not boys talking through the problems. Yeah. Which is, like, why Roadkill was such a rare moment. Yeah. Yes. But I think if they, because of how they set this up, if they leaned into that side more, it would have been a much better episode. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. But this was just disturbing. Yeah. Yes. And disturbing that they ended it with, like, clinking beers and having a laugh. The job is done. The ghost yeah. is dead. Huzzah! <laughs> yeah. Ding dong, the rich cash shop, another rich is dead. Yay! another rich is dead. Uh, they're like, <laughs> like, that sounded awful. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Was. How you feeling? Are you scared? Oh, and they're like, making fun of Dean for being, for having a ghost sickness like yeah for being anxious because the ghost made him anxious and and for like, dying and, and like dying s- and then <laughs> some of that could have come from the assumption that sam and bobby are working from that the reason dean has the ghost sickness is because he was a dick or whatever is, yeah it's like, because like he's le- like personality type to yeah. get this sickness based yeah. on the other people who got it is the big bully yeah finally scared yeah and that's not what's happening. No. no. I think Sam and, and Bobby are operating from that assumption, but that is not why Dean got the ghost sickness. Do we have a theory? I've got a theory. At this point in the show, they have given us, like, maybe a crumb of, of something to suspect, but nothing... And it, it is not made clear that this is what you're supposed to think in the episode. Okay. Yeah. Will it become clear? Or do they it happen won't. upon it accidentally to become clear? So th- this is one of the rare times that I think it was, I think it was like Kripke who was like, all of um, you fans are wrong. Right. Um, and you're stupid. <laughs> and <laughs> wrong, you stupid, I hate you, but and, please and you, keep watching and my you show. you don't understand what I'm saying. You don't get my art. <laughs> uh, clearly, it it's like this. And it's like, it's not because you didn't say it in the yeah. episode. Yeah. There is something that they are pointing to and will he's tainted and will go to hell well that's what dean's dean's afraid of right um well it's this whole like i've got a tarnished soul thing or connected to that idea okay yeah it will be the thing that they are referencing in this episode will be revealed later okay gotcha it is not made explicitly clear connecting back at all but the the, the thing that they are referencing here that Dean supposedly knows wh- why mm-hmm. it's him. Um, and that the hallucination of Lilith is like, look inside, like, you know why. Yeah. That will be made clear several episodes down the line. Next okay. season? No, this season. This season. Oh, okay. okay. I was okay. picturing like season, like season ten. six, season no, it's, eight. It's, it, no, it's part of the season. Okay. okay. It is, that is not made clear this episode. Gotcha. And it does definitely come off as like, like, oh, it's because of Dean's personality. It's just, it's Dude's like, a jerk. yeah, and like, uh, and you, well, you, Sam's a jerk too. Yeah. And yeah. Sam's being more of a jerk this episode. Yeah. I kind of liked the, the actor of the sheriff. I feel like he was a very good, like, cop he, guy. And, <laughs> like, and he is a Canadian character mm-hmm. actor who plays cops and sheriffs and, yeah. and colonels. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think we talked about that, but yeah. Was it good? The, the, Mr. Garland, the Luther's brother mm-hmm. was really good. I liked him a lot. Um, even though it was a weird end to that scene, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it was, a, yeah, no, he delivered it was a the scene very really well. good performance and he was like tearing up and like, but not like overly, he was like, like quietly sad, you know? Yeah. Join us next time for season four, episode seven. 
It's the Great Pumpkin, Sam Winchester. <laughs> oh. Halloween episode? Mm-hmm. The brothers deduce a witch is sacrificing people to summon a dangerous demon. Robert Wisdom guest stars as Uriel, a specialist angel. I don't really remember this episode, so we'll have mm-hmm. to see. So then join us next time for Season 4, Episode 7. Until then, I have been a host, Margaret. I've been host, Patricia. I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye. Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song Rough Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, dad. You can find us at 3 Idgets Pod on most of the internet and get in touch with us by emailing 3 Idgets Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>